All right, y'all. <laughs> what are you What are you watching? The Cozy oh, Gangs yeah. YouTube channel. <laughs> oh wow. What's the story about? Oh yeah, so we can Just start. Just the Cozy Gang. Oh, okay. <laughs> who knows who the Cozy Gang is? I'm learning about them. You're learning about like, have you met the members? Have you ever heard the term the Africans or the Nigerians? Because that's them. I was like, yes, I have like heard those terms, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like this no, is a like, trap. They, literally, people used to call them. There's like six so of them. Used to be seven, but one of them graduated. There's millions of Nigerians. <laughs> that's why they. That's why they gave gave themselves a name because they said everyone would be like, "Oh, the Africans." They're like, there are way too many Africans on this campus to call us the Africans. <laughs> well, now ORU, you know a little bit more about the Cozy Gang. That's gonna be our intro. Um, Wait, we have actually gonna yes. <laughs> um, and cue the intro music. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. I seem way too passionate about it. <laughs> All right, welcome back, ORU, or whoever's listening. Everyone's welcome. Um, we have a little bit of an audience in... Oh, Grant's trying to leave. Oh, no, he's just shutting the door. Um, we have a little bit of an audience in the studio. We have Grant, our news editor, Josh, our photography editor, and Cicely, helping us get things done. Our queen. Yes, editor-in-chief. Um, but they're just listening, so they're not allowed to comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, nice. do you guys want to introduce yourselves? You go. Oh, hi, Nina. Hello, Nina. <laughs> what is it that you do here? I'm the editorial editor. <laughs> nice. And I'm Stacy. I'm the lifestyle editor. Awesome. And I'm Kaylee, the managing editor. Wow, I forgot my title for a second. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Okay, so today we're going to talk about... Um, millennials and traditionalism and i heard something recently that said that millennials crave traditionalism and liturgy um and so i guess what do you guys think about that do you think that that's true well okay <laughs> what comes to your mind when you hear the word traditionalism christmas christmas <laughs> so like something you do yeah every year yeah, yeah, yeah. That just like open. routine having a normal something that's just reoccurring yeah. Nice. What about... Is brushing my teeth. There you go. <laughs> yes. You do it every day, and people have been doing it for hundreds of years. Okay, so perfect. It. <laughs> yeah, it's a habit. Okay, what about ritual? What comes to your mind? Um, That's like a scarier word. Yeah, <laughs> ritual, <laughs> like satanic ritual. <laughs> Yikes. Would be the first thing to come to my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like Jewish Passover dinners. Yeah. So that whole ritual in there. I like that. Okay, what about liturgy? I don't know what that means. <laughs> nice. Have you heard that word? Stacy? Yeah, but I feel like I can't put it. Isn't... You can't, like, define it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, I like that word a lot. Okay. <laughs> According to the dictionary, traditionalism means um, the upholding or maintenance of tradition, Duh. Um, especially so as to resist change, which I thought was a really, like, negative yeah. definition. Mm -hmm. Resisting change. Maybe that's just my American mind. Like, No. <laughs> um, I want to change all the time. Uh, and then ritual means a religious or solemn ceremony consisting of a series of actions performed according to a prescribed order. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting one. And then liturgy is a form or formulary according to which public religious worship, especially Christian worship, is conducted. So... I guess going back to like the original question, do you think millennials crave those things? I think to a degree. What do you mean? Well, when you were saying all that 
the word that came to my mind is like a list of things to do. Yeah. And I do think millennials like having a set things to do. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do, so I'm more confident. Yeah. So, like, a structure... Yes. ...for daily life? Yes. But at the same time, we don't like being told what to do. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, that does. But how do you, like... Like, do you mean you want a structure in your daily life, but not in, like, your goals? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird way to put yeah. it. I don't know. What do you think, Stacey? Um, I would say that millennials definitely, like, want things like structure and all of that, but they don't actually, like, adjust their life to actually have structure. So I think it's definitely, hmm. like, oh, yeah, I want to be more structured and have all of that more balanced. But I think, realistically, they just don't actually know where to start. Yeah. So to me, it sounds like the way that you describe that, that it's more of like an aesthetic of like, yeah, yes. I want that. Yeah, you go on but YouTube I'm not, and you see right. like, my morning exactly. routine, my oh nighttime my routine. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's so true. So I guess like, how does that kind of translate into our walk with Christ? Like, I feel like it's hard to make Jesus a list of things to do because mm-hmm. you can do like radical things and you don't want to put Jesus on a schedule. Right. Or a routine. Um, yeah, I yeah. think going off of that, I think the fear that comes with the words traditionalism, ritual, liturgy, like all these kind of older words is that we're like somehow limiting Christ or like limiting yeah. the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. I think like, honestly, to me, I think that's a wrong understanding of those words, but I understand where that fear comes from because like with the Protestant Reformation, like we moved away from those things so that we could have personal relationships with Jesus Christ and so that we could read the Bible on our own and mm-hmm. not have um, someone else interpret it for us. And so, mm-hmm. and like tell us how to live out the Christian life. It's more like you discover it for yourself. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like that's a wrong understanding of those words and like why those things to, were put yeah, in place. I think you just have to find a balance because... Every week in my church does communion. Some churches, they don't do communion every week, but my church does. Yeah. And I really like having that ritual, routine, whatever you want to call consistency. it. That consistency. That yeah. consistency. But then, you know, during two weeks, then I, on my own, will go and, you know, do my own devotion, and my Bible, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But having kind of a foundation, mm-hmm. I think is good. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, like, I'd say... I feel like tradition, people just picture it being, like, the same thing, like, over and over. Like, oh, our tradition for Thanksgiving meals is to have turkey and this and this and this, mm-hmm. or stuff. But, like, like Victory Church does Easter productions and Christmas productions, and that's, like, a tradition to have both of those. Mm-hmm. But every year they switch it up. They do something different, but it's still, like, a tradition. But I feel like some millennials like, misconception of it is that traditions have to be the exact same or have to look the same Mm. or have to be passed down to them when, in reality, like, they want it, but they more just want, like, I don't know, crave to have something tangible that is, like, consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, like, how you were talking about how millennials want that, but they don't really know how to get it, I think it goes back to just, like, our roots as Americans where we just want to be really individualistic and yeah. we want to mm-hmm. make 
like the whole concept of the American dream of like I can come from nothing and be everything um but I still like it comes from hard work and I've got to do it myself and so when you're put in this box I guess I'm like putting quotes around that word um (laughs) when you're put in this box of like traditionalism and ritual and liturgy I think the fear is that you're like losing your individual individuality am I saying that individuality wow geez um so yeah I think that's where a lot of the fear comes from um I read this article called redeeming ritual which everyone should read can we like link that at the bottom sweet okay um and the the guy James K.A. Smith he says we associate ritual with dead orthodoxy vain repetition the denial of grace trying to earn salvation scoring points with God going through the motions and various other forms of spiritual insecurity do you guys think that that's true? I would agree that people associate most of those things. To yeah. That, like, yeah. Yeah. I think tradition is a more positive word than ritual. Mm-hmm. Because tradition, we can make new ones and we can kind of change old ones. Because mm-hmm. like you have a tradition of doing Elf on the Shelf every year. Yeah. There's just simple things like that. Tradition mm-hmm. is more fun because you do it with people. I feel like ritual is more of like, a, oh, I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting, though, is, like, the ar- the article goes on and talks about how people who are really good at certain things only got that way by practicing. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like, he equated practice with ritual. Like, you're not going to get good at golf until you ritualistically play golf and, like, learn how to go yeah. through the motion of playing golf. Um, I don't know anything about golf, so. Um, <laughs> but the article, like, mentions that as an example. So, like, do you guys think that that should translate into our Christian life when it comes to being good followers of Christ, like going through a ritual of becoming a good follower of Christ. So I visited the Catholic Church a few times because my grandparents are Catholic and whenever we go visit them we always go to Mass. And for someone who, so that was my chair. <laughs> for someone who really likes having a personal relationship with Jesus, it was very interesting to go into that. And everything is the same. They read the same verses on this day every year. They stand mm-hmm. up at the same time. They literally have the whole sermon written out on a pamphlet. Mm-hmm. All the songs, everything. There's no... I feel like there's no room for the Holy Spirit in that. Mm-hmm context because everything is set in a plan and if you like that that's fine I know some people who yeah. they really thrive on that kind of church setting um, but then for me that doesn't work but then again I look around at all these like, old people <laughs> they're precious <laughs> people but I look around at them and I wonder like do they really have a relationship with God I don't mm-hmm. think my grandparents own a bible wow yeah but they've been going to the catholic church forever yeah mm-hmm. And I can't speak for them if they're going to go to heaven or not. That's God's decision. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting comparing that where it's centered on ritual mm-hmm. and repetition and doing the same thing every year, yeah. every day, whatever. And then to a church that's more um, relationship based. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not saying that this could like is what's going on with your grandparents but that sounds like an example of like people who do kind of do the works or grace by works yeah. um I think you can get lost in yeah. yeah yeah 
would agree with so that. So maybe it's not a bad thing. Just mm-hmm. don't make it a priority. Yeah. Yeah. No. Did you, or did either of you, like, grow up in a church where it was very ritualistic? No, I haven't mm-hmm. ever My mom did. Your mom did? What was mm-hmm. that like? It was a Methodist church, and mm-hmm. so, like, she'll still sometimes go. And she, it was like, um, I mean, a bunch of churches, mostly Catholic and Methodist, do this. Where they, like, baptize the baby as, like, an infant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she, like, got re-baptized later on, because... I mean, there's just, like, a very big difference of getting baptized as a yeah. Infant, yeah. when you don't even know what's happening. <laughs> and so it was just, like, little things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, but my grandparents, I don't know. My mom has said that my grandma, like, probably hasn't missed a day reading her Bible for the last, like, 60 years. Wow. My grandma's 90, 80, 89, something. Nice. So it's, like, very different. I feel like there's definitely, like negative rituals but then there's positive rituals and it just like I mean it definitely was their time for like the Methodist church like 50 mm-hmm. years ago and so for my grandparents to go to Victory Church or Church on the Move wouldn't really be that realistic for them yeah yeah for me I grew up in a non-denominational charismatic church yeah. um, and we did not have like like, we didn't celebrate Lent. We didn't really follow the Christian calendar. Like, I didn't no. know about any of that. Um, and I, when I, like, found out about those things, I was so frustrated with my church. Not, like, with their beliefs, per se, but just uh, when I hear, like, traditionalism and ritual and liturgy, like, I get really excited because I think of, like, all the Christians who came before me, even, like, Roman Catholic and Eastern Orthodox Christians, mm-hmm. um, not just Protestant, because I think a lot of Protestants, too, tend to just, like, we're the only Christians. It's like, nah, no, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but so, like, just thinking about all these Christians who have gone through the same rituals and, like, the same forms of liturgy and the same traditions that I have and thinking about, like, when I'm in some sort of, like, more traditional setting where I'm worshiping Mm -hmm. God, like, just thinking how many other Christians have done the exact same thing that I'm doing right now, Um, and then just imagining all the Christians who are already up in heaven and who are worshiping with me, like, that just makes me feel so connected to the body of Christ. Yeah, and so I think that's where, like, like, I get really excited about those things, and I was so frustrating finding out that I, like, didn't know about them and that there are a lot of churches that don't, which is fine. I'm not saying that, like, you know, that's... um, the only avenue for salvation or anything like that. But I think that there's definitely a lot of merit in uh, merit's not a good word. I think there's a lot of good in (laughs) ritual and liturgy and in Mm -hmm. kind of acting out the Christian story and like kind of going back to like what the article that I mentioned was saying of like practicing those things to like position your body, like just standing when you read the word of God, you're like, you're telling your whole body, Hey, wake up something big is happening you Mm -hmm. need to pay attention stuff like that i don't know what do you guys think i think i mentioned earlier that tradition is a good way to connect you to other people yeah yeah connects you to christians in the past Mm -hmm. so i i like that yeah yeah i don't know there's always the i mean jesus came on the earth not only to die and do all of that but to actually live a life that we are supposed to follow after Mm -hmm. and like 
I don't know, like, looking, reading about the life of Jesus. Like, yes, he was very, like, he, I mean, he was Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, <laughs> yes. he knew the word. He literally knew the word of God like no other, obviously. Yeah. Prayed, all of that. But, like, never did he do all of the, like, not necessarily, like, overly religious things, but, like, mm -hmm. he literally spoke against almost everything that the religious church yeah. was doing at that time. Yeah, yeah. And so it seems like if Jesus wasn't to take part mm -hmm. in any of, like, the overly, like, religious, like, following after examples of people, I don't know. The, yeah. I'm just really big on why would you follow after, like, um, Calvinism. I have a bunch of friends who are, like, all about Calvinism, which, that's a whole other yeah, topic. <laughs> yeah. But, like, even things where it's, like, modeled after, like, the example of, even if they're, like, I don't know, like, some famous theologian, like, yeah, they probably lived a great life, but are we modeling our lives after the way that they lived their life or the life that Jesus lived? Yeah. And I guess, like, I understand what you're saying. I guess that that really depends on how you define those things when it comes to tr traditionalism and ritual and liturgy, um, because I think, like, Though Jesus didn't do those things, he still created the church um, and, like, gave authority to the apostles to create a lot of those yeah. traditions and to set up the church the way that it was set up in the New Testament. Um, and so I think I think that's definitely, like, a balance of, like, not rejecting everything that the church has done in history just oh, because... Yeah. yeah, which I'm not saying you're doing at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> do but, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's definitely more of a balance. And... Obviously, it's it's always a heart issue, too, because, yeah. like you were saying, like, you can go do everything, you know, if you go to Catholic Mass all the time, but you never read your Bible, like, I would see an issue with that. Um, but, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's just, where's your heart when you're participating in ritual or liturgy? So, let me ask you a question. <gasps> yes. <laughs> what do you think of when you hear religion? When I hear religion... I immediately want to like go with the like logical definition of just like <laughs> oh yeah a set of you know beliefs that people implement into their lives and stick with um yeah I guess what are you asking with that question <laughs> what's the underlying question <laughs> like so when I think of Christianity I think of having a relationship with God mm -hmm. before religion. Yeah. When I think of religion, I think of Pharisees. Okay. They focus more on religion than the actual belief. So yeah. That is in Christianity. So that's what I think when I hear religion. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying yeah. that it can be bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. So I just looked up the definition because I'm like that. I love Googling things. <laughs> um, <laughs> the religion the definition according to Google, um, the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. Because that could be any, like, Buddhism. Yeah, Muslim, yeah. Or... It's just a system of beliefs. What's the religion of Muslim? Islam. Islam. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess to me, like, I, I see the, like, the want to kind of separate the two mm -hmm. of like religion is one thing and then my personal relationship with Jesus Christ is different. Um, but I think 
they have to go hand in hand. Yes. Because which I I feel like is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I feel like you can't because like, I you hear so many people say like I believe in Jesus, but I'm not religious, oh, or <laughs> like I. I have a spirituality, I have a personal relationship with him, but I'm not a religious person. And I think it's because of the negative connotations that like come that. with. No. That's why I did it wrong two times. Wait, what is it? What is that? It's the circle, you know, the circle thing where you, like, insure. Oh, yes. Yes, it's, okay. Wait, wait, it's a diagram. <laughs> Venn diagram. Yes, yes. thank you, Josh. So she, um, Nina just times. drew a <laughs> Venn diagram. <laughs> and so I'm guessing, like, one side is religion, religion. relationship, and then where they meet is where we should be, right? Yes. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's good. Okay, so um, I'm going to be writing about this a little bit more and doing way more research when it comes to, like, what millennials actually believe. Um I guess, and, like, how they identify religiously. Um, so, if you guys want to read more, I have an article in the newspaper. You should read it. I don't know what it's called yet, but it's going to have a really trendy title. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. If you guys have um, any other questions or, like, stuff you... Okay, Grant has just found a guitar. And go ahead, sing us out. Grant's going to sing us out. Come on, Grant. Beautiful. All right. Till next time. It's cold down here. Thanks for listening to the basement. <laughs>